Hey everybody, Dave Hagen here. I just went to Starbucks and paid $2.65 for a cup of coffee. And it got me thinking about all sorts of different things. That's today on the Financial Wellness Podcast. Welcome to the Financial Wellness Podcast, Dave's weekly message to keep you on your path to the financial success. Here is your host, financial problem solver and talk show host, Dave Hagan. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of the Financial Wellness Podcast, or the TFWP, as we like to call it. Today, we are going to call this episode Lessons from a Simple Cup of Coffee. It's episode 526. That's season five episode 26. I'm sitting here in the studio myself today because I just wanted to come in and get a couple things off my chest after I had this cup of coffee. So like I said in the in the intro, uh, I was just at Starbucks uh, I don't know, a day or two ago and, and the, the coffee went from $2.45 to $2.65. And for some of you that have listened to the TFWP long term, um, you will remember when about, uh, I don't know, about a year and a half ago, I had a fit when it went from two and a quarter to, to 245. So this increase in price for a simple cup of coffee, by the way, a cup of coffee that probably costs 10 cents to make the, the cup probably costs more than the, uh, than the coffee inside. And by the way, Starbucks spends more on benefits for the baristas than they do for coffee beans. Think about that, if you will. Uh, but it got me to it got me to thinking about a whole bunch of other things. Things just start streaming out of my head. And I, I just wanted to share them with you in a short little episode uh, this week. Um, so a couple of things. One, inflation is real. Our good friend Elon Musk said that you know inflation seems to be flattening out. The contracts that they're writing for uh, raw goods and uh, are, are less are starting to flatten out. And he says, I'm not predicting the economy, but economy, but it seems like things are getting a little better. This last year been pretty tough. Inflation was what at about nine percent. But if the cost of raw goods increases or the cost of services to produce goods increases, it means that the cost of goods, what we buy is going to go up and this trickles all the way down to a cup of coffee so all this theoretical talk about inflation and nine percent and what elon is saying what the government's saying what the fed is saying that it all trickled down to my little lonely cup of coffee going up uh 20 cents and um yeah it, it pissed me off it's not going to break me but it kind of pissed me off to see all this theoretical stuff come down to my everyday habit so that was the the first uh, reflection that I had. Number two, um, this inflation can change spending habits. You know, on a very small level, I, for one, will drink a little more coffee at home where it's a lot cheaper to produce it. I'm going to use those okay cups. I think I've talked about this before. I don't know, 50, 60, 70 cents, whatever they are, but it's still a lot less than $2 and and 65 cents. So uh, as other people are experiencing increase in food, increase in day-to-day -day, um, needs, their behavior is going to change a little bit too. So the whole of the economy 
will start to adjust a little bit as some of these costs go up. And by the way, um, don't forget to consider getting an inflation bond. The government's putting out a bond and the rate of return is tied to the rate of inflation. So you go out and buy a $10,000 inflation bond and the return that you're going to get on that is going to offset um, the the increased amount that you need to pay for some of these uh, goods and services. That's the second point. Third point, um, and this is very intrinsically TFWP, uh, we can still afford these things, but we may choose not and we talked about this at TFWP many times over the years, but surely we can all afford that cup of coffee. I assure you I can afford that 20 cents. I can afford that 20 cents increase uh, five days a week, six days a week. But we just may not feel that's a good value or as good a value. And we may choose to do something different. You might think about the fact that, um, you know, I don't know, a year, year or two ago, we were talking about, um, you know, me wanting a Tesla. And when that Tesla came out, of course, now it was about eight, nine years ago. Um, but my buddies and I at Coffee would go out in the on the parking lot and, and look very longingly at this Tesla that this guy had and compliment on what a wonderful car he had. And I thought about it, you know, could I could I buy that car? Could I drive that car? I wanted it real bad, by the way. And I figured out that if I didn't write the check, if I was going to violate all the TFWP principles and finance it, that it would be about a thousand a month. And I, I, I thought about it and I thought, you know, I really could. I mean, I could afford it, maybe not afford it. I could swing that payment back. I, I could have even written a check, but that would have been foolish uh, for that size of a car, especially at that point in time. Um, but I chose not to. I said, you know what? I don't want to do that. So what are the other things that I could do that were a lot more um, cost effective, even though I badly wanted to get into a Tesla? And perhaps just as importantly, I badly wanted to get into an electric car because as some of you may recall, uh, my wife and I figured out we were spending about $600 a month in gasoline. And that just seemed like so wasteful to burn up $600 a month just to get around town. I wanted to go electric. And my commitment to myself was to drive electric for the rest of my life. So I went out and was able to get a, I think I leased for a couple of years, a Chevrolet Volt, which by the way, is a hell of a car. They don't even make it anymore. They They lost money on it. Uh, but it's a great transition car as we all transition to um, electric vehicles. So I did something less. I still could drive an electric car, but I drove something that was a lot cheaper and I drove something that was a lot easier to to deal with. So we're, we're all about this at TFWP, making deliberate decisions. There's a lot of things that we could afford or that we could swing, and yet we choose to make deliberate decisions not to and we talked about this being deliberate in our decision making a couple episodes we talked about it three years ago this is a b a big tfwp thing we want to make deliberate decisions we don't necessarily want to go without but we want to make deliberate decisions so that was the third thing that i thought um, that i thought about the fourth thing was you know, sometimes what surrounds the product is as important as the price. 
Uh, now, why does how does that relate to paying more for a cup of coffee? Well, I find myself still going to Starbucks, maybe a little less, but I still find myself going to Starbucks. And why is that? Why was I drawn to an overly expensive cup of coffee? You know, is it the paper cup? Um, no, I don't think that was it, although I really do like the paper cup, even though that's tremendously wasteful. Um, I decided that I like the experience. I like the feeling of an occasional extravagance. And that's what it's come down to for me. And that's why I still go there from time to time. You know, on Fridays, I'll treat myself to a latte, even though and the latte's okay. Never do the frappo, the frappa hoo hoo, all that. That's just too many empty calories for me, too much caffeine, by the way. But, you know, I like to go out, have a, have a, a latte. I'll have them put a little bit of, you know, sugar something in it, caramel flavoring or a chocolate foo-foo spritz or whatever it is. Um, but it's an extravagance. I like the experience. And this thought was kind of buttressed by a conversation I had with a good friend of mine um, oh, about two weeks ago. And he was telling me that he would take his group of employees across the street from where they worked and they would have their Monday morning meeting. Maybe they met even over there at the Starbucks every day. Um, but he would buy all his, his guys a, a cup of coffee and they would go there all the time. <clears throat> and one day he realized that um, um, Howard Schultz was in the back, the founder of Starbucks and all the baristas except for a couple we're in a meeting room in the back, and he was a, a kind of a, a nosy guy, um, interest guy that's interested in the world. And he poked his head back there and, and got to meet the founder of Starbucks. And a, a conversation ensued, and he, and he told the founder of Starbucks, you know, I, I really don't like your coffee taste as much as I like uh, Dunkin' Donuts. But there's something that keeps drawing me back here. And the, the founder of Starbucks says, well, what, what is it that draws you back here? And he thought about it for a minute. And he says, you know, um, I like I like the community. I like coming here. I like being known. They say, hello, sir, how are you doing? They recognize me. I like sharing that experience with the guys that I work with. I like sharing that little bit of luxury with them um, in the morning. And the founder of Starbucks was so taken back by that that he actually wrote of that experience in his book. Interestingly enough, my friend's last name is Coffee, so there were all sorts of reasons why um, he should end up in the, in the book talking about the Starbucks experience. Um, I thought that was all fascinating. So for those entrepreneurs out there that listen to TFWP, one of the things that occurred to me is, look, there might be other reasons for people to buy your product um, besides it being an outstanding product, sometimes there's just other reasons. So think about that um, a little bit. So these are just some random thoughts that came to me that I thought were interesting to pass along to readers from that simple cup of coffee that I had just a couple of weeks ago. Think about that this week as you're sipping that cup of coffee. Stick with us because next week we're going to talk about the other side of the coin, not a $2.65 cup of coffee, but we're going to talk about how much money you really make if you win the lottery. This is Dave Hagan, and you've been listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast.
You've been listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast, Dave's weekly message to keep you on your path to financial success. If you have a question that you would like Dave to answer on the podcast, go to thefinancialwellnesspodcast.com. You can leave an audio message with one click of a button or type your message into the question box. Either way, it's sent right to Dave's phone. Remember, Dave will randomly draw from the submitted questions and pick the winner of a free one-hour personal conversation with Dave to help you achieve your financial goals. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you receive the new episode notifications or share the podcast via the app with your family and friends. This is your announcer, Nick Appel, wishing you every financial success.